Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon, and good night. Good day. Good first day of our new beautiful year, the year of serenity. Yes, the year of Zen. It's the first day of the new year, and there is this uh, unsurmountable power surge, if you will. The planets are all supercharged up. The elements are supercharged up, and it's channeling directly through me, and it wants to channel directly through you. I have since... (laughs) eight o'clock this morning, I would say, I have been doing and just doing. I made pancakes with my daughter this morning, and that was a beautiful, beautiful experience. Um, I just love quality time with my children. I have two, and so spending quality time on with them apart is absolutely divine, as well as when we are together. Of course, we're a force when we're together, but that quality time apart is beautiful. So I do encourage some time spent with our beautiful offsprings today. I also take some time to reflect today and spend some time with yourself as well. It's equally just as important. It's the beginning, it's the first day of a new year. And what you're doing today to broadcast, forecast the, the natural weather and climate for each and every day thereafter. And it's a true statement. It's like, for example, how prepared you come to the job or the interview or the first day of school does represent the amount of energy that not only you're going to present, but the amount of energy that you are willing to receive. And speaking of receiving, this year is the year of receiving, the year of Serenity, the year of surrendering, the year of when you realize that surrendering actually and controlling your power <laughs> is the benefit to you, okay? We, we as sometimes, we as humans believe that you have to, and I'm sorry if I get silent sometimes, I'm actually repotting my plants right now because it's the first day of the new year, and I decided that I wanted my plants to be in fresh soil that is representing the uh, plants and the roots that I intend on sowing for the year. And so we're planting into new fertile ground, and it's representative of the atmosphere. Aren't we planting ourselves in new fertile ground? And that's so important to remember that you should always be planting and growing in fertile ground. So this morning, I was led from a message from Spirit. And I wanted to share it on the first first podcast of the year. Why not it be this um, exact topic? And I thought to myself, why not? Exactly. It should be this topic. Everyone needs to hear this message because sometimes we do show up to the first day of work and some of us just automatically know what to do. It's almost as if we are being led by our intuition and we are. And some of us have the ability of being tapped into our intuition so well that we already understand 
that it is what we work best from. Okay, tapping into your intuition means surrendering. When you hear the phrase tap into, when you hear the phrase tune in, they are synonymous with the word surrendering. Surrendering is knowing that I control it by surrendering control. Do you see how you still control it? But you're controlling it from a higher frequency now versus a lower vibrational frequency, which is your ego. So your ego thinks that it it must control things in certain ways to be the best ego when it is the other way around. It is the ego that needs to understand that he must surrender so that your full power can actually rise. So that you can actually be love and chaos simultaneously making magic, okay? Making magic and harnessing your energy. Harnessing your energy is something that I really, really want to speak about. Because harnessing your energy is understanding that when you surrender, you don't do it alone. You're not having to do it alone. It's the first day of the year and I want everyone to relax and imagine holding a brick. All right? One brick in your hand right now, today, as we are speaking. You and I. You and I both are holding this brick in our hand. It's one brick. But I want you to understand what this one, what brick number one represents. Brick number one represents your first step. And as you're holding brick number one, I want you to love it. I want you to be so grateful that you have the divine right and opportunity to hold this brick it is your brick you know where this brick what 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 has calcified to make this brick it's powerful brick like (laughs) consistency it's the pain the strife the struggle it's the doubt the fears the insecurity all of it is hardened but not you it is hardened into a physical object that you can now control. You can tell this brick where to go. You don't want to put it back inside because that calcified brick is now going to calcify you inside. And you don't want to be calcified inside. You are water. You are fire. You are air. You are earth. You are set out to transform, to heal, To move, to shape, and be shaped, to transform and be transformed, to heal and be healed, to move and be moved. That is the natural law of nature. That is the natural law. It is to understand that the elements encourage every movement that we take, and now with this brick, now with this understanding of what you possess, what you hold, what are you going to do with this brick today? I held my brick in my hand, and I said, we're going to study about crystals, and then we're going to plant some plants, and I don't know what's coming next after I plant my plants, but I do know that I am in charge of whatever's next. I am in charge 
of whatever is next. Because I am aligned, because I am connected, because I am in gracious form. I have surrendered worrying about brick two to a hundred. I no longer place any anxiety on any bricks that lay ahead because I know and I believe and I am in direct alignment with not just the possibility, but the mere fact that the house belongs to me. But yes, I must pave that way to the house. I'm not going to just get dropped off in the location of the house. But I do not need to worry about that. I hold the brick in my hand knowing that this brick is my house. I love it as if I'm sitting in my living room reading a book next to the fire. I hold it as if I am in my kitchen cooking my daughter's favorite meal on her birthday. I hold it as if I'm relaxing and bathing in my new tub. I hold it. I control it. I allow that energy to flow through me. I allow divine to speak to me. Once I remove that brick from inside me, that hardened interior, that brick is now on the outside creating a a, a, a way for me to lay my next step. I used what was trying to control me and I surrendered to it. And instead, I control it. See, because we never really lose our demons, you guys. We just learn to live above them. That's what the brick represents. Never let this brick turn back into what it was. But never forget either that this brick is a gift now. What was trauma and what was chaos and strife has now turned into a gift. And that, you guys, is the soul's purpose. Today's message, I'm going to keep it short because I am planting and I work a lot. I talk a lot with my hands. And I've noticed I haven't touched my plants. <laughs> and these roots are just out in the opening, out in the open. And I do want to get her in, 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 in some water. I hear you. I hear you. And, man, I'm actually going. I have a beautiful um, Hoya. And it's a sweetheart. And it really is a sweetheart. It's a cactus shaped in the form of a heart. The most beautiful things come from Earth, you guys, and we come from Earth. So, yes, we are beautiful as well. And it's in the shape of a heart, and she's absolutely beautiful, absolutely beautiful. As I'm holding her, she's absolutely beautiful, radiating. And just the fact that she's in the shape of a heart is just beautiful to me. But they, um, the plant shop wrapped her so that she can stand up, even though she stands up just fine on her own because... She's very sturdy now that I'm feeling her, and she's very strong. She actually did not need the styrofoam. Anyways, the plant shop wrapped styrofoam around her root so that she could stand up straight and rubber band her as well. 
And I am removing that from her. I did not know that that was a part of her when I first bought her last year. Um, and I didn't repot or anything last year because I knew at the beginning of the, at the you know, start of the new year, I wanted to fresh soil it. I'm all about energy and fresh energy is absolutely inviting, clearly. Um, so like I said, this is a surprise when I started, you know, she was the first one. And it's so funny. She was the very first one. I'm attracted to hearts, of course. Honeymoon goddess of love. Why would I not be attracted to hearts? So she was the first one that I decided to um, play with because, of course, she's the shape of a heart. Two, she was the last plant that I got last year. So I wanted to start with her first at the beginning of the year. And this year represents serenity, zen, love, uh, peace, and abundance. And I picked up my baby, my sweetheart, and my poor baby, my poor, poor baby, they wrapped her up in styrofoam, and because they wrapped her up in styrofoam, and she grows, okay, and grows still, she's gonna lose a bunch of her, a, a pretty good portion of her roots, because they grew right through the styrofoam, and I just wonder, mm, did they think about that first, you know, she's really tangled up, all right, All right. What was I saying? No, you're good. Honey. Yeah, so I was planning my plans. Notice that the sweetheart had a styrofoam wrapped around the roots. So it took me a little time to get it off. And then my wonderful husband came home and he finally got, he finally got it all the way off. And I just broke my plastic spoon that I just found and loved, but it's okay. I'm throw that away, and now use the stick part. Oh, even better because that's actually what I need. Wow. So it broke, but it wasn't broken. It was a gift, like I said, the brick. So back to where we are. Do a little research and the soul's purpose is the discussion today. The soul's purpose. What is the soul's purpose? Everyone wants to know what the soul purpose is. Their soul purpose is. And a lot of people tie their soul purpose with something that is like career orientated. You know, so something that's going to either make them a lot of money or just some type of career. That's what they believe their soul purpose is, right? And really and truly, your soul's purpose is exactly intended the way the word sounds. It is for you to discover your soul, to discover yourself. Because the minute we get down here, I like to use the analogy of like, it's almost like getting dropped off at Walmart. So if you were to get dropped off at Walmart completely naked and you were to head into Walmart, most people will start to discover themselves through this way, which is the way we all were programmed to discover ourselves, right? So you look around and you see who in Walmart looks like me. That's what you, we automatically do. When we start going to school, we say, who around here looks like me? And so we begin our, our, um, our quest to finding ourselves initially that way. We automatically go, who in here looks like me? And so we start picking out clothes and we start 
fixing our hair and we start getting shoes and we just start doing things that represent other people you know and just because they look like you or they're from the same neighborhood it's like whatever that one thing in common that you guys have it ends up being the like determining factor for who you'll be and so you end up growing up being this completely unauthentic version of what you believe is yourself until you find that you're having problems just sustaining day-to-day life and the reason you're having those problems is because it's truly not who you were intended to be and there's always clues and signs around you'll notice there are things that you just automatically oppose for no good reason you just oppose it and the reason why your soul truly opposes it is because it's your soul's purpose to discover itself. It's been innately breded in you from way before, way before you even got here. Your soul knew it was supposed to come back down here and find itself. And so it left clues inside of you. And it left clues inside of the people you are with. And it left clues in your trauma. It left clues in your pain. It left clues in everything you do, everything you walk, every interaction that you have is a clue is a message, is some type of sign to getting a little bit closer to who I am. And and you, you notice you get these messages more from people you do not like. It's, we do get something from the people we like, but what we're connecting to is what we like in them has nothing to do with what we like in ourselves. You will actually find out the people that you dislike more actually have more in common with you than you would ever believe but you don't know that your soul knows that and that's why your human form or your ego chooses not to like them automatically because don't forget we were programmed not to return back to our soul that's the name of the game the game already knows you're here so it's almost like those um things that naturally come in a game that stop you from getting to whatever your goal or whatever it is just natural cock blockers if, if you will and that's just what Everything that appears to be good is doing to you. It's naturally cock-blocking you from your purpose. They're just distractions. And all the things you shouldn't like, like books. Books aren't cool to certain people or some people. They're just like, they couldn't even fathom reading. And that's because if you enter that source, you're going to get closer to yourself. And the human body doesn't want that because the human body strives for immortality or shall I say fun the spirit knows that it's immortal already it knows this and it just is waiting for you to know this once you tap into that and start following the signs I started heading to everything that I said I said what are some things that I don't like? And I just start listing them and going straight there. And I started researching and I figured out, whoa, these are the things that actually coincide with my actual soul. And I didn't like them. But for example, like snakes, I was definitely scared of snakes. And then I realized that snakes is a sign of life that, you know, it's not, there's nothing bad. The scepter isn't bad at all. And you'll read all about that. And you'll study all about that. And that's a little deeper. So we, we don't have to go there. But just, it's the first day of a new year. So today, why don't you start searching for yourself? Why don't you spend today searching yourself? Why don't you spend today just doing things for the fun of it? Today, today this year, I want you to become a student. 
I want you to, to, to let the ego go, surrender to your ego, and I want you to become the student. I want you to take every interaction as the first day of school, and you are literally learning. You're just learning. Everything is going to be a learning opportunity for you. Once you see life as this, once you see your life as this, the signs will start coming to you even more now. To the point where it doesn't become signs anymore. It becomes ah moments. True ah wondrous moments. Ah as in like, oh, that's why? This is why? You'll have more of those moments versus total, complete wall blockage. Surrender. Just completely surrender and start getting to know you. I would start with, not it's not basic, but it is basic as far as numerology goes. So I would start with actual real life, getting your sun sign, all right? You need to shy away from the thought that you don't want to be into astrology, you don't want to be into the cosmos because you think it's fairy tales. Or you think it's something that doesn't actually matter. But let me tell you something here. You have to realize that these elements we are made of, water, fire, air, and earth, and spirit. Okay, we are made of all these things. All these things make up the cosmos. So please tell me why we wouldn't have one and another in common. You don't want to play with crystals and use their power. But you rather do and play with all the distractions that were made from all these elements and minerals. You can't even tell time without the quartz crystal components. Now, if a quartz crystal component, just a component, not the entire quartz, if that can run time, keep the watches from ticking... What do you think a whole piece or just a portion of a piece that you hold in your hand will, will, will? Stop and think about that for a second. And I want you to think about your soul's purpose. And I want you to think, have you ever tied your soul's purpose to an actual job, to an actual the destiny that you thought was, hey, I'm going to be the next president? Did you believe, do you, do you, if you believe that your soul's purpose has something to do with an occupation or something that's going to get you paid, that is your ego speaking. Shut him or her the fuck up and allow your soul to speak to you. What is it that your soul is crying out for? What is it thirsty for? This today, I ask you to sit and meditate and become the student and truly ask yourself. What are you trying to show me? What are you trying to teach me? I now see and I now remove my blind eye. Open my eye. Remove the calcification. Allow this brick to propel you into the next move. I'm going to leave you guys with something. And I'm going to go back to planting my beauty. (laughs) But I'm going to put her in the soil, actually. She's been out way too long. Here, mama. Here is home. And you have plenty of room to grow. All right. Philosopher Socrates declared the true happiness and one's purpose 
embodies two facets. The first one is to contemplate God, the all-knowing. And like I said, I've always believed that the soul's purpose is connecting with the divine. Because once you connect with the divine and alive, you become balanced. The divine wants you to see the balance. They want you to see that you don't need to sit in self-pitying or self-woe or believe that bad things are happening to you when everything is happening to you. All energy is happening to you. It's neither good nor is it bad. I mean, if you want to place labels on it, then fine. Do as you will. But if you're going to place labels on it, try some of my words if you wouldn't mind. I believe that the bad, the pain, the chaos, I call that a gift. I've now associated with worth it. I've now associated it with words that mean results. Okay, and the reason I've done that is so when I'm going through anything, I take from it the gift. I am always in gratitude of every opportunity presented to me because it's another brick. Another brick that I can lay down so I can begin my journey. Because without these bricks, guys, they're in, without control of these bricks, they're controlling you within. And bricks are very heavy. And if you have more than one just anchoring you down and keeping you stagnant and you're not moving, you're not moving. You are simply literally not moving. You have to have faith in seeing beyond. You have to have faith in holding that one brick. The faith that you hold this one brick is actually you sitting in your house. If you have that faith and don't get anxious about the fact, how am I going to build this house with this damn brick, this one brick right here? You know that what you place down in this brick, the energy you place in this brick, the love you place in this brick, the concentration you've done for this one brick. Don't worry about brick two. If you have brick one, brick two through 100 is coming, I promise. Focus on brick one. Be grateful for brick one. Stay in brick one. Don't think, oh, while holding brick one, I can't wait for brick five. Don't think about that. Brick five right now is not in your presence. At this present moment in time is brick one. And what are you going to do with it? How are you going to lay it down? Those are decisions only you can make. That's also something I wanted to remind you that your soul's purpose is your own. And you can be led and you can be um, taught. But the actual walk is your own. Number two, Socrates also declared that abstract the soul from the corporal sense. All right? And in today's world, that's astral astral projection or living in an astral dimension, which is your soul existing apart from the body. And it's back to that player one, player, not player one, first person, third person view. That's what I was speaking about in my last podcast, the one before this one. I spoke about being able to toggle yourself. Because toggling is real-time pausing 
when you think about it. You don't have to freeze frame it all theatrically like they do in the movies, but you can pause for a second before you make that next comment. You pause, you reflect, not absorb, reflect. Remain still, and then you make the decision. And I promise you, if you take that time to pause and then make the decision, you won't be acting off of erratic impulse. You'll be actually acting from intuition because that moment of pause allows you to hear. It allows you to see beyond, hear beyond, feel beyond. Allow yourself to connect with the divine so that you can always be in balance because balance produces balance. Balance helps everything remain in balance. And if you want to throw yourself off, that's your personal will. But just remember that your soul's purpose is very important to your true happiness, to one's true happiness. That is the discussion for today. So today, I want you guys to um, hear the research, research tools that I have for today. Movie, I recommend Doctor Strange. Seriously. If you're more of a movie person than you are a book person, I always have a movie. And the movie is Doctor Strange. You will, or may not, but you will understand that the soul's purpose was the theme of Doctor Strange. Um, and, and you also notice that the universe doesn't care what you got going on. They don't care that you're a big shot lawyer. They don't care that you're a big shot physicist. They don't care that you are a plastic surgeon with a 100% accuracy on all surgeries. The universe doesn't care. All right. When it's, when, when, if you are encompassing all those, but you still don't have that balance because you're not connected remember you do everything to yourself life is not happening to you it's happening through you so if you're on the end of just putting all the rocks you know you do this uh you're doing it all on your own i'm just greatest person The, the 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 scale you're tipping your own scale and eventually what goes up must come down Okay, so now here you are at the bottom looking at your looking at all the shit that you left up there. And while you're at the bottom, your ego is like, I've got to get back up there. But it is your soul that's actually going to help you rescue you from that dark abyss below so that you can align. You're going to notice once you start rising to higher consciousness, the things that you thought that were up there waiting for you don't even matter anymore you now balance yourself you now become one with things that are bigger than you right bigger than you but that you can draw power from like the sun the moon the trees and the stars that's the power that you need to be harnessing so that you can switch from dimension to dimension and that you can make beautiful magic 
so that you can make great decisions, so that you can be balanced and connected. All right, guys, so that is all that I have for today. Oh, no, sorry. So I gave you the movie. I did not give you the book. I do apologize. All right, so the book is The Secret Teachings of All Ages. Um, I do not have the author, but if you type it in and this beautiful book comes up with, like, the sun <laughs> in this um, meadow, then that's the book. do apologize about the uh, author. I'll plug it in the next podcast or plug it in on in the um oh yeah, I'll plug it in in the comment in the um description below. So I'll plug that in. But I can plug in the secret teaching of all ages. That was where I got um Soccer Socrates declaration. Socrates was a philosopher that I love as well as Nietzsche. Nietzsche is also a philosopher that I absolutely love because their philosophies were on the connecting to the divine, basically. And a lot of people found their philosophies unorthodox. And of course, a lot of people find truth to be unorthodox because, and they find it to be not painful, but I guess it's too blinding for some people, the truth, that they rather just sit in, in the lie And so, you know, at the time, Christianity reared its ugly head. Christianity, all Christianity did was steal the the true divine's teachings and ways of life and the natural law. And when we say natural law, we don't mean the laws that are sitting in some buildings today written by men. We mean the natural laws written by the connected ones, the balanced ones, the ones who were so connected to the universe, to the divine, to the trees, to the sun, to the moon, to the stars, that they were able to transcribe this energy, this vibration. They are able to because the divine is always speaking to us, through us. All right, guys. I hope you are having a wonderful first day of the year. It is the first day of the year. And I just hope you are having a wonderful, beautiful, all-encompassing day. I'm going to finish playing with my plants, giving them some extra love and some extra attention today. Making them super beautiful and hanging them out in this beautiful sunlight that we have for them today. And that's all I intend on doing for today as far as it being physical. Um, and then heading right back into my books and, you know, reading gives you so much power. I promise you guys I get, so, well, I get so much energy from reading. And then sometimes I do read things that are um, very, very powerful. So I just need to rest. You know, because I've, I've (laughs) connected to all that power, really, really. Reading is fundamental. So 
get out there and read, guys. You have to read. It's very, very important to harness and tap into that power um, and stop being distracted by, you know, social media and television. Some of the things we're watching on television are really crap and it's really filling your brain with nothing. Like, you don't even have thoughts of your own because your thoughts are really just mirrored images of the things that you see or sometimes the people that you're speaking to. Watch your environment as well. Who are you connecting with? Is the Are the people that you speak to bringing, bringing you up or is that energy bringing you down? Realize that as well. When you're on your soul's journey, when you discover your soul's purpose, which is to find out who you are, when you turn around and you realize that you really do not know yourself, and then you begin knowing thyself, you're going to start to realize everything around you just was a falsity. Illusions, a lot and lots of illusions. And you're going to notice a lot of things that you said or believed in were not even facts that you found out somewhere. It was learned behavior and something that you saw someone do one time so it became your determination on how this certain thing is done or spoken about or expressed you'll notice that you don't really have any true feelings or thoughts that are genuine they're actually the thoughts feelings and projections and fears of others i don't really have a fear of snake but my mom did And that was projected on me. And so I hate snakes and anything to do with snakes. I did. The church said the devil was evil. Snakes are evil. Magic is evil. And if you guys only knew how evil the church was and that it's actually practicing dark magic to this day and understands the power of dark magic. And they're actually keeping you from the power of dark magic by having you under a spell in dark magic. Do you, you wonder why Christians are really <laughs> possessed the way they are? Why you can't go to any Christian and tell them Jesus doesn't exist without a full and total corporal <laughs> breakdown. I mean, their body will start skitzing. They will get angry. And that's that dark magic spell that the church has created on Christians. You you act out that way because they are oblivious to the truth. They have been programmed to hate the truth. Anyone who's living a life of freedom, anyone who's living a life of on their own accord, against the quote-unquote teaching of Christianity, they're exiled. They're physically beaten. They're kicked out of their homes. They're unloved as children. Why do you think that is? It's because of the dark magic, the curse that they have on Christianity, on Christians, on any religion. Because when you understand the divine and you understand his ever vast the ever vastness of the divine, you realize that if the divine is unlimited, I too am unlimited in my actions and my thoughts. There is no way the divine wants you to connect to everything. But oh, stop here, stop there, stop there. No, 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 no. 
The divine says do as you will, which is why the church is still running. Because the divine says do as you will. But please remember, it comes back. That energy does come back. Yes, it does. Another subject for another day. Have a wonderful rest of a happy new year. I love you all.